Welcome to the Muppet Casting Podcast. I'm your host, Claire Corsi, and today we will be casting Hamilton with Suze Longworth. And stick around for a discussion of representation on Broadway. Be sure to follow Suze on Instagram at Suzical, S-U-Z-I-C-A-L, and also on SoundCloud, soundcloud.com slash Maggie Underlined. Without further ado, it is time to play the music. Welcome to the Muppet Casting Podcast. Today, I am so sorry. I am so sorry. I messed up. And you're gonna hear. Because I thought if I just put my AirPods in while I was on this Zoom call, that the audio would be fine on my end. I did not think to plug in my microphone. I now realize how much of a mistake that was. I am sorry. I won't make this mistake again. So if you hear, if it sounds like I'm underwater and Suze is not, that's not because I'm underwater. It's because I was foolish and I thought my AirPods would not disappoint me, but they did. So I'm sorry for that, but I hope you enjoy the show otherwise. Have you seen Hamilton yet? Yeah, I, haven't seen, I haven't seen the pro shot yet. Uh-huh. I think I'm probably going to watch it tonight, um, but I've seen the show before. I've yeah, been yeah, yeah. Recently. Yeah, yeah. Where did you Where did you see it? I saw it. I saw the first tour, um, in San Francisco. Nice. So I saw it. I don't remember who was in the cast, but it was like the first. It was like the Angelica tour. Nice. I saw it most the day after Christmas at in Hartford because the tour came here this year that was fun we love that I would never be be like reading the declaration of independence and be like this would be a great musical I feel like we should be able to say you know what these people did good things and they also did bad things just like every other human being in the world and I think it's okay to still like the show but also be able to criticize it for somewhat glorifying people who didn't do great things all the time. Yeah. Like, that's kind of how I, how I feel about Hamilton as a whole. Like, I love the show, but I also criticize, I criticize it. Because you should be able to do that with any piece of media. You should exactly. be able to criticize it and still be able to enjoy it. You want to go into the brass tacks of... Which Muppets? Let's do it. Brilliant. So should we, I, I kind of just like pulled up like the, the main like characters off of Wicked. Mm-hmm. I kind of just like pulled those up just for reference. Um, and then I also have a, a, a list of Muppets. I'm ready. I've been thinking. Okay. I've what is? Give me your most, like, 100% you can back, you will die on this hill. One. <laughs> um, 
Honestly, I feel like my number one, like I will die on this hill. This is like canon is Uh Swedish chef as King George. I love that. Swedish chef as King George. That to me just makes sense. Swedish chef, King George. Swedish chef, King George. Because at the end of the day, all the stories we're saying is gibberish anyway. So, yeah, I could just see him. I could just see him up there, you know, take off the chef hat, put on the crown. Yes. The crown he deserves because he's a king. Yes. And I could just see him, you know, the part where it's like, no, don't change the subject. Can you just imagine that in Swedish chef voice? Oh, that's everything. That is everything. Truly. I I admire Swedish chef as King George. I will give an honorable mention to just not, I don't think they would do a good job as the role itself, but for like, like if the Muppets Hamilton was Brilliant's last draws, on like its last stunt casting, Statler and Waldorf could both play King George, but I don't think they would bring as much charisma as the Swedish chef would. Yeah, that was and honestly I, my second thought. Yeah, so we're on the same wavelength. Great, we're on the same page. Yes. Um, I feel yeah. I think they would be like backups. They would be yeah. like the swings for King yeah. George. They would be the swings for King George. They would be the swings. All right, period. Period. Okay, who's next? Who's your, like, die on a hill? Do you have any? I... I feel pretty set about Sam Eagle as Washington. Sam yeah. Because I feel like it's just such... Even though I feel like he doesn't allow himself to be seen as vulnerable and that's a big part of right hand man is being like I'm vulnerable so if there's someone who has the same authority but is more vulnerable then maybe they would be better as Washington but I feel like what do you think I see it I I I feel like he gives the energy of just like a leader you know yeah Sam Eagle he knows what he's talking about He's very, he's very patriotic. And you know, when you think about America, like you think George Washington. Exactly. And when you think about like America in terms of the Muppets, you think Sam Eagle. So I think it just makes sense. He's an eagle. Eagles are very America. Yeah. I agree. I agree. I would agree with you. Okay. But any other die on the hill? No, not die on the hill. You, worst case scenario, you would die on this hill. That's the phrase, right? Something like that. I feel like this isn't necessarily die on a hill. Uh huh. This isn't a die on the hill. I just like have a thought. Okay. Because I know that Scooter would fit in somewhere in the cast. I just don't know where. I feel like he's like John Lawrence slash Philip. Yes. I feel like that's him. That's him. Because he's just so, 
just like the combination of being like eager to please but also like has some sort of internal drive yeah like he's like very like ready to like follow directions but like also has his own like dreams and aspirations yeah that just fits into like because I feel like John Lawrence and Philip kind of embodies this like this hope this like bright-eyed bushy-tailed like bright-eyed bushy-tailed like he kind of embodies like he's kind of like who people fight for like everyone loves John Lawrence everyone loves Philip we all cry when he dies you know yeah like we would all cry like Scooter would put on a show and he would just like uh, I feel like he just embodies like he's not the leading it's like in the Muppets he's not the leading man yeah but he kind of makes everything run yeah you know like without him it wouldn't be anything yeah he's very important yeah so I would say that I don't think I really have any other die on a hill. I've honestly been trying to figure out the women. Oh my God. Because here's what I'm thinking. Uh Here's what I'm thinking. Yes. I'm thinking that um, obviously Miss Piggy is Angelica. Of course. Obviously obvious like like so obvious sorry i'm looking something up obviously she's she's angelica yeah eliza would be um would be uh kermit's new girlfriend denise denise that would be eliza think there's no female muppets yeah miss piggy there's uh camille the chicken uh-huh they're all love interests they're all love interests there's um uh um oh god janice is that her name yes yeah from the band uh-huh it's just like she's cool but like it's all just like side it's all like love interest or side character exactly i want a main female starring role muppet yeah that's what the world needs. That is what the world needs. But yeah, I think Denise would be a great Eliza. Denise would be Eliza just because like, she's like, because like Miss Piggy would be Angelica. She's dramatic as hell. Yeah. And like if Denise and like, if, if like, if like in the show, in the context of the show, like if someone she loved was like marrying some other girl, she would have her whole like satisfied moment. Exactly. She would have a moment. Um, and then I honestly think like Camilla the chicken would be Peggy slash. Um, oh my God! What's the other girl's name? Mariah Reynolds. Mariah Reynolds. I don't know. I just I feel like Camilla. She could do it. She could do it. I don't know. What do you think? I I I like that a lot. I for yeah for the gals, that's that's good. I feel like that's like like a strong, like if they were doing Skylar sisters, I would Ooh. be watching. I would be watching. Mm, that would be so good. That would be really good. 
So who, well, let's do the big lead up to Alexander Hamilton. So let's do the other men first. Who's okay, so, so, so let's go to like Hercules Mulligan. Yes. This is a hot take. Okay. That I don't know. Okay, hear me out. The Cookie Monster. True. Whoa. Just like the idea of someone. Would yeah. that be good? That okay. works. That totally works. That, wow, that's, I didn't, that did not even cross my mind. Just because he's, he's, I don't know, he might be too brutish, or, or, what's the word? But, but Hercules Mulligan is, like, brutish. Like, I feel yeah. like. I feel like I see, I totally see it for Hercules Mulligan. Yeah, I don't know. I feel like, I don't know how I feel about James Madison for him, but I yeah. also think, like, Cookie Monster could calm down. He could. It's just like, you need, I, I definitely like that idea. I definitely, I see it. Do we want to cast someone else for James Madison? That's the thing. I feel like he, like he, he wouldn't, he wouldn't be James Madison though. He yeah. would be Hercules Mulligan for sure. Of course. Cause like Hercules Mulligan is like super energetic. Yeah. Ready to, ready to, ready to fight, you know? James mm. Madison is like chill and shy. They're two very yeah. different characters, you know. Like, like Lafayette and and like Jefferson are very similar. Same with like yeah. Lawrence and Philip are also very similar. Hercules and um, James Madison, I feel like, are very different. Yeah. Okay. Weird idea. Bunsen Honeydew as James Madison. Yeah, I told, I was honestly thinking that. I was honestly, like, because he, I feel like he gives that shy energy. Yeah, because he's just, like, very practical. He's and practical, he's, like, because the thing is, like, James Madison is kind of, like, the peacemaker. He's not mm -hmm. very, like, he's not, he doesn't really argue with people. He's just trying to, like, trying to get what he, get what he wants. Exactly. So I totally think Bunsen could, like, could embody that. Yeah. And I think, like, him and Cookie Monster have similar, like, similar, like, physique and similar energy mm -hmm. um, in terms of, like, personality. But then just, like, Cookie Monster is just, like, way more energetic. So I feel like they're similar enough that that, yeah. 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 It yeah. works. It works. So speaking of Southern motherfucking Democratic Republican. Who would be Lafayette slash Thomas Jefferson? Um, that's the thing. That's what I've been thinking about. Yeah, that's a hard one. Because, like, I feel like Hear me out on this one. Dr. Teeth. I feel I was, like- I was thinking, 
I was kind of thinking of that last night after I watched Hamilton. I was like, I would love to see Dr. Teeth perform What Did I Miss? No, like him doing What Did I Miss? Like, yeah. that? That is just the energy I need in my life. Guns and sh- Can you imagine Dr. Teeth, uh, like, popping off, doing, like, 37 words, and what is it? How, how many words does he do? I don't know. It's, it's a lot. He just go off. He would go off. There's this fun video. Well, not fun. It's, well, it's, it's fun. It's, it's a good time. But I think it was mainly a promotional video. Well, not a promotional, but my what am I trying to say my world was shattered in high school when I see when I realized that people don't just go on late night shows whenever they feel like it and it's always to promote something but the Muppets were on James Corden and they sang with a little help from my friends but Dr. Teeth sang the lead part and I was like this is y'all have been sleeping on Dr. Teeth for too long y'all have been sleeping Y'all have been sleeping on Dr. Teeth and the electric mayhem. Yeah. Like, we stand forever. We stand forever. I just feel like Dr. Teeth could just completely, I feel like he brings the energy, he brings the funk that, yeah. like, that Thomas Jefferson has. Because Thomas Jefferson is, like, very jazzy, you know? He is. I just think, like, that makes sense. It makes sense. It makes sense. All right. Okay. Do we want to do, before going into Aaron Burr and Alexander Hamilton, do we want to do, like, James Reynolds, um, Samuel Seabury, or should we leave them out? Um... Let's do them. Why not? Okay. Let's do them. So James Reynolds. James Reynolds. I don't know. What do you think? I think, I don't know, because part of me wants to have Gonzo as James Reynolds, but part of me is like, then who's going to be Aaron Burr? True. Yeah, because Gonzo, like, you think Gonzo's Aaron Burr? Who do you think's Aaron Burr? Um, you know, I don't know. Because the thing is, there's so many, I feel like the Muppets is, are made up of such of so many characters and not really any leading men. Yeah. And so that's why it's hard for to do Aaron Burr and Hamilton. But like Yeah, like I feel like I feel like that makes sense. I feel like that makes sense. I feel like at the same time though, like I feel like Gonzo like He, I feel like, because Aaron Burr is very, like, rational. Yeah. And practical. Yeah. Gonzo isn't. Gonzo's very out of the box. He is. So I feel like it could work, 
But I feel like it also like needs to be someone, but yeah, you're right. Like there's not a lot of leading Muppets. Yeah. So, like, maybe, I don't know. I th- I think it's mainly just because I see Uncle Dudley as such as in Iago and I think of Aaron Burr as in Iago. But I feel mm-hmm. like, I don't know. I feel like Uncle Dudley isn't relatable enough for people to, I'm I'm not sure. Yeah, I just feel like, he wouldn't do it. He wouldn't do it. Um, I'm trying to think of other Muppets that I'm under, I'm not, I'm underutilizing. Um, hmm. Because it wouldn't be Fozzie Bear. It would not be Fozzie Bear. It would not be Fozzie Bear. It would, yeah. Fozzie Bear, I feel like, would also be a swing for King George. He, yeah, he would also be a swing. You know who else I thought of for, um, for, I don't know. Because I I was thinking, like, Mm -hmm. I feel like Gonzo makes sense enough for Amber, but I also think like Gonzo, I honestly think he's Hamilton. I honestly think that Gonzo is Alexander Hamilton. I think, yes. I just feel like that makes sense. Yes. Call me crazy. I'm gonna... This is also Gonzo has the greatest sense of style. He does. I aspire to look like Gonzo. I do. I dress like Gonzo already. Yeah, you do. I just want people to see me and think Gonzo. So when Jefferson is like, he dresses like the pits of fashion. It's true. Yeah. So who do we think is Aaron Burr then? See, it's hard because Aaron Burr, I feel like, is such a like specific character mm-hmm. you know yeah like Aaron Burr is very passive and a yeah. lot of I feel like a lot of the Muppets are like not okay weird thought if we're talking passive speaker <laughs> I honestly thought of that too like I don't know. There's something about Beaker that I feel like he would be a great Aaron Burr. Because, and then it just adds a level of humor to the whole, like, no one knows what you stand for. Yeah, no, exactly. Like, I could just, I I totally see Beaker, because, like, Beaker, like, obviously, like, like, because the thing is, Aaron Burr has a lot of anxiety. So does yeah. Beaker. So does Beaker. Beaker just wants things to run smoothly, you know? Beaker would be the person that's like, talk less, smile more. Of like, course. Just let him just be passive about it, you know? Because he doesn't want things to, to go to shit. Mm-hmm. Do you know what? Yeah. And then Beaker, Dr. Keith. And honeydew doing Washington on your side. 
That's yeah. That's a pretty. That's a pretty killer trio. That is killer. Like, I just like Beaker doing like Beaker, Beaker, and um and uh, Gonzo doing nonstop. So good. So good. So good. Oh my god. Okay. Should we do a recap? Yeah. For that for the listeners at home. Yes. The podcast. Um Swedish F as King George. Yes. Sam Eagle as George Washington. Scooter as John Lauren slash Philip Hamilton. Miss Piggy as Angelica Schuyler. Denise as Eliza Schuyler Hamilton. Camilla as Peggy Schuyler slash Mariah Reynolds. The Cookie Monster as Hercules Mulligan. Buns and Honeydew as James Madison. Dr. Chief as Lafayette and Thomas Jefferson. Beaker as Aaron Burr. And Gonzo as Alexander Hamilton. Yes. Love it. Fourth, fourth tour. It's called the Mariah Reynolds tour. It's called the Mariah Reynolds tour. <laughs> the Mariah Reynolds tour. Can't wait. I love that. Coming to a city near you. Coming to a city near you after COVID. Yes. Once Broadway's open again. Yes. Uh, Tears. Sad face. If only they would just put every musical online. Yeah. Hmm. But no. In terms of accessibility, a lot of people just like sticks to talking about like ticket prices, which is is a very big problem. But also like accessibility in terms of like people who are deaf, people who are blind, people who don't. Yeah, totally. Stories totally. the same way. So tr- like like something that I think that they should do, like on Broadway every week is have a show that has subtitles for people who are deaf. Now we're going to take a quick break. If you haven't heard about Anchor, it's the easiest way to make podcasts. Let me explain. It's free. There's creation tools that allow you to record and edit your podcast right from your phone or computer. You can make money from your podcast with no minimum listenership. On top of that, Anchor will distribute your podcast for you so it can be heard on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, and many more podcast distributions. It's everything you need to make a podcast in one place. Download the free Anchor app or go to anchor.fm to get started. And we're back. Broadway is racist. Broadway is sexist. Broadway is homophobic. After we finished with casting Hamilton with Muppets, me and Suze began to talk about representation on Broadway and how it can improve. Yeah. But maybe unintentionally, but it is. Because it's America. (laughs) Welcome to America. That's how it is. But, like, the fact that even in theater where it's literally an art form where everyone should have equal opportunity to do what they love. 
-hmm. even in that, that people don't have equal opportunity to make what they want to make and to do what they want to do and to produce what they want to produce just because it has to fit a certain like quota or criteria of like people who like it frustrates me that the amount of people who see the show is more important than the show itself. I'm not trying to completely like be cynical about representation because representation has come a long way. And I'm very proud of like people who are trying to make it better. But you have to also acknowledge that there are things right now that are making it worse, like normalizing a slur. normalizing a homophobic slur used against gay women because it's it's just a word you know that that to me like makes me feel very outcast from broadway you know Mm -hmm. like i hate that the only rep that i have is either someone who's like deeply in the closet or someone that's called a on stage both of those things like that's not that's not what I want yeah I want like characters with substance who are just treated like human beings that aren't fetishized that aren't erased that just exist in shows that's all I want I don't know how the conversation got to this I was just on a tangent honestly (laughs) but just like I have a lot of issues with Broadway Broadway is a very issue-filled place. If there was, like, a, a show where there was, like, a gay couple mm-hmm. and they were like, oh, my God, like, he's such a, he's such an F word, like, people would be outraged by that. Yeah. But when it's, again, like, when it's a female slur, people don't seem to care. And people are just like, yeah. oh, it's fine. It's, it's, it's just a word. But it's like, no, that word has, like, evil connotations. I have a very skewed view of what it's like to be an actor of color, because I'm not. Like, Mm -hmm. just to, like, make that point, just, like, everything I say about this, like, grain of salt. Because... I have no idea what it's like to be an actor of color. And I don't want to speak over those people and try to make it seem like I understand what it's like to be that. Cause I don't like, I don't know. Like I feel like for me as a gay woman, it is important for me to fight for other people who are also oppressed in some way. It's important for me, even though I'm not a person of color, to fight for people of color, to fight for Black people, fight for Indigenous people, because even though I'm never going to understand what they go through, I somewhat understand, like, I guess, like, I can sympathize with them in a way. I don't know, like, for me, it's just, like, I can't, pinpoint my activism i can't pinpoint my my feminism you know i can't just only fight for white women i need to fight for every woman for every person in this country who is disenfranchised 
whether that be for their skin or for their gender or for their sexuality or for their, whether they're able-bodied or not, I need to fight for them. I think that being aware of unintentional prejudices we have is so mm-hmm. important. It is so important to like honestly analyze your thinking, you know? Yeah. Because if you're not doing that, then that's just being ignorant. For me, activism is important because I would want people to fight for me, mm-hmm. you know? I would yeah. want people who aren't gay or who aren't women to fight for me if my rights were threatened. So I have to do the same. I don't, I don't want to speak on behalf of someone else's experience. Of course. We could, sit, we could sit here and talk about racism and how we're fighting it all day long but at the end of the day like the most important thing is to sit down shut up and listen to black voices of course and that's totally that's that's what i've been trying to do yeah i've been trying to learn and educate myself about these issues and listen to black voices listen to indigenous voices listen to people of color and how they feel about it and not victimize myself and just say, just own up when I've said something that is wrong, you know? Mm-hmm. And I think that's a, a, an important thing for everyone to do. It is important for every ally to be able to say, I'm sorry. If you want more Muppet Casting, please make sure to subscribe to this podcast and follow at Muppet Casting on Instagram. The theme song is from the website Incompetech.com. The title of it is Fuzzball Parade. It was created by Kevin McLeod. It is licensed by Creative Commons.